Welcome to r slash best of Redditor updates, where a father puts his daughter into a literal torture device. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash legal advice. My ex-husband and his new wife made my daughter a back brace out of wood and steel and forced her to wear it. My daughter's nine and we share custody on alternating weeks. My daughter says that her back hurts her now and her arm is tingling. I have a doctor's appointment for her on Monday, and in the meantime, I'm trying to remain calm. I confronted my ex-husband about it, and all he would say was one text message where he says his new wife didn't like how my daughter slouched at the dinner table. My ex-husband and his new wife are not doctors, and there's nothing wrong with her that she needs a brace. I effing want to kill both of them. Is there a way that I can get a quick court date to see a judge because I don't want her going back there? When we divorced, it took a long time to figure out custody. And then, five months later, OP posted an update. So, a lot's happened since I first posted. One of my coworkers has a cousin who's a lawyer, and she knew someone who was able to help me file the paperwork. My husband played dumb in court, but his visits got reduced to supervised only, and he was ordered to take a parenting class. My daughter went to physiotherapy. Eventually, the court reinstated his visitation when he swore that he learned his lesson and he was sorry. And with his otherwise clean record, the court agreed. I was against this, but the court ruled against me. I gave my daughter her own cell phone so she could call me whenever she needed to. On her second visit, it happened again. This time, the brace had steel and fabric instead of wood and they took her phone too. The next night, she left when they weren't looking and went up the street to a neighbor who's a cop. The neighbor called paramedics and other cops. They had to, oh my god, they had to cut the brace off my daughter. My ex-husband and his wife were arrested. They quickly got out on bail, but they've been charged and their infant is with Child Protective Services. My ex lost visitation and custody, and I'm working on making it permanent. Unfortunately, my daughter's shoulder was dislocated from the brace. It set back her rehab, and part of her arm is still numb and tingling. She needed surgery and is still recovering. She always played sports and did dance, but the doctor thinks that she won't ever be able to lift her arm up all the way again. I hate my ex, and he'll see her again over my effing dead body. Right now, I'm focusing on my daughter while my lawyer takes care of things. That's my update. Okay, um, that was nuts. You know, when you go on Reddit to, like, read posts to make a funny YouTube video, you never really expect to come across a post that's basically, my ex-husband strapped my nine-year-old daughter into a medieval torture device. OP said that the cops had to literally cut the brace off of her, which, like, I'm trying to imagine what this brace looks like, and who knows, man, it could look like anything, but my guess, my guess is that this guy literally locked her into the brace with a padlock. He was probably thinking that if he didn't, like, lock her or restrain her in some way, then she would just get out because it's a torture device, and who's gonna, who's gonna let a torture device stay on them, right? So he probably used, I'm guessing, chains and a padlock to keep her in, which is why the cops had to, had to cut her out. This is giving Saw vibes, you guys. Like, hey, sweetie, welcome to my place for the weekend. Do you want to play a game? Man, this top post from Salty Brews. Can you imagine being the neighbor and answering the... 
<laughs> and answering the door to a kid in a torture device. Sorry, I'm, like, I'm laughing. This isn't funny. I know it's not funny. This, it's just, this is kind of making me nervous and it's giving me anxiety. And sometimes I laugh when I get anxiety. Um, this is, this is horrifying. This is actually horrifying. This guy and his wife deserve to be in jail forever. They deserve to never see their daughter. They deserve to never see their infant because they're literally child torturers. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash am I the butthole. Am I the butthole for telling my wife that her parents aren't allowed to ever watch our son again? My wife and I have a two-year-old son and we've been married for four years. Our anniversary was a month ago, and we found a nice secluded cabin on Airbnb and rented it out for a long weekend getaway. My wife asked her parents if they would be willing to watch our son, and they agreed as long as we dropped him off at their house. That worked out for us since it was on our way anyways. I was raised Lutheran and my wife was raised Catholic, but neither of us currently goes to church and we haven't had our son baptized. My mother-in-law knows this and hates it. She thinks that our son needs to be baptized or he'll burn in hell. She's that kind of Catholic. So we go on our trip, and when we pick up our son and ask how the weekend went, my mother-in-law said everything went fine and that she saved my son's soul from the devil. I ask her what she meant by that, and she says that she had our son baptized that morning at her church. I tried my best to keep my cool so I didn't scream at my mother-in-law in front of my son, but I pretty much grabbed my son and left. On the car ride home, I was fuming and told my wife as calmly as I could that this would be the last time her parents have our son unsupervised. She tried to downplay what her mom had done, but I told her we need to wait until we get home to talk about it because I'm not fighting in front of my kid. When we got home and had a chance to talk about it, things got heated. I told my wife that I no longer trust her parents with our son, and if they did something like this behind our backs, then I can't trust them to respect our wishes as parents in the future. I said this was a huge breach of trust, and I will forever look at her mom differently. She continued to try to defend her mom, saying that she was only doing what she thought was best for her grandson. She even downplayed it, saying it was just a little water and a few words, and we don't go to church anyway, so what does it matter? I told her that under no circumstances will I allow her parents to watch our son by themselves again. I said that we can still let them see their grandson, but only if we're present. I also said that if she doesn't see what the big deal is with the situation, that maybe we aren't on the same page as parents, and maybe we need to go see a counselor. She started crying and said that this isn't the kind of decision I get to make on my own, and I'm a butthole for trying to tell her what kind of relationship her parents can have with our son. I told her that I no longer have any trust or respect for her parents, and that I don't know if there's anything they can do to repair that. I told her I don't care if that makes me a butthole, but what her parents did was unforgivable in my eyes, and they put themselves in this position to lose privileges with our son. She's been trying to convince me to change my mind for the last month, but I'm not budging. To me, this is a hill that I'm willing to die on. So, as you might expect, down in the comments, OP is getting an overwhelming not the butthole score. Because even if you just like put aside all the religious stuff, the simple fact of the matter is that OP and his wife said, we don't want our kid to be baptized, and then they went ahead and did it anyways, which just means they don't respect them as parents. OP's right. But then, on top of that, this is a violation of Catholic law. I'm not a Catholic, so I'm not super, super up to date on all the like technicalities of this type of thing. But my understanding is that in Catholicism, 
You are not supposed to get a baptism unless the parents consent. Also, it's incredibly ironic and hypocritical that OP's wife is like, Oh, boo-hoo, how can you make this decision on your own? We should make this decision together. But apparently, it's okay for her parents to make decisions on their own. Then, about two weeks later, OP posted an update. Turns out, some of you were right. My wife was in on it. I confronted her a couple of days after I posted, and I directly asked her if she knew that her parents had planned this. She broke down and confessed everything to me. My mother-in-law had been pestering her about baptizing our son nonstop, and my wife finally caved. My wife's been working from home during COVID, while my job requires me to go into the office. My wife and mother-in-law started doing Zoom meetings with my mother-in-law's priest to start the baptism process. They lied to the priest and told him that I was okay with baptizing our son, but I didn't want to be involved. The priest allowed it, and they started doing online baptism classes while I was at work. My wife admitted that she planned it around our anniversary getaway, and my mother-in-law had somehow convinced the priest that her and my father-in-law would be the only ones in attendance. My wife told me that I wasn't supposed to find out, but my mother-in-law couldn't keep her mouth shut for even one day about it. Their intention was to keep this from me permanently. I did contact the church and let them know the truth. I talked with the priest, and he was surprisingly helpful. He said that he would take the proper steps to make sure that my mother-in-law was no longer welcome in their church and to reach out to the local parish to see what further steps had to be taken. I have yet to hear back from them on that. My wife and mother-in-law are mad that I got her kicked out of her church, but I don't care what they think or feel anymore. These people who I love and trust had betrayed me, and I felt a range of emotions that I didn't know existed. My wife begged for forgiveness, but the fact that she didn't come clean on her own makes me feel that she would have kept this from me unless I confronted her. She's willing to do therapy, counseling, whatever it takes. I don't know if I want to put in that work. I feel like there's no coming back from this. I contacted a divorce lawyer, and I started discussing what a divorce would look like, and if there's any way I can add provisions to a divorce agreement that would keep my in-laws from seeing my son unsupervised. He's been very helpful, but I haven't given him the go-ahead to actually file for divorce yet. I feel that I'm still too angry about the entire thing to think rationally, and I want to give myself some time to fully grasp what a divorce will mean for me and my family. My wife and I aren't talking much. I pretty much go to work, come home to play with my son, go to bed, and repeat. I don't know what the future is going to bring, but I do know that without the support and help from people on Reddit, I don't think that I would have the clarity that I do now. Um... Yeah, OP, I think that, unfortunately, the only clear route for you at the moment is divorce. The amount of manipulation and dishonesty and, like, going behind your back to specifically go against your wishes here is honestly nuts. It's on par with cheating on you, just without the cheating. Your wife literally conspired for, like, weeks and months lying to you every single day about what she's doing to specifically go against your wishes and create an elaborate lie that is against your faith involving your own flesh-and-blood son. Then, when you find out what happens, she tries to gaslight you and say, Oh, it's not that bad. It's just some water. It's not a big deal. We don't go to church. Who cares? I can't believe you would make this decision without me. When she literally made that decision without you. The amount of toxicity from your wife, 
like your mother-in-law too, but that's not the real problem here. The problem is your wife. The amount of toxicity from your wife is, in my opinion, completely unforgivable. She betrayed your trust so fundamentally, so consistently that I don't know how you could possibly trust her again. How could you ever, ever believe a single word that comes out of her mouth? If she's going to lie to you for weeks and months, then clearly she could do whatever she wants to and, and not even feel the least bit bad about it. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash am I the butthole. Am I the butthole for insisting that my brother's girlfriend prove she's pregnant or she has to move out? I'm a 20-year-old woman. My brother, who's 24, has been off and on with his girlfriend, who's 27, for a couple of years now. It's been the same song and dance. They're happy for a few weeks, then something small happens, they argue, it gets really nasty, and they make up and go back to being a loving couple. When I learned that my brother got kicked out of his apartment and needed a place to stay, I offered him the extra room in my apartment, and my brother agreed to pay rent, help with bills, and pitch in with food. For three months now, my brother's girlfriend has been announcing that she's pregnant. She alone will eat a snack box with 50 small bags of chips in a week. I tried to reason with her and get her to cut back, but she insists that she and the baby are healthy and it's just cravings, blah blah blah. My mom is a couponer, so she bulk shops and gives away whatever she has too much of. Since last month, most of what my parents send to my house, my brother's girlfriend is the first to get to it, and most of it is gone within a few days. She eats a hell of a lot of food too, most of which no pregnant woman should be consuming so much of. And yeah, I know that all pregnancies are different, but words cannot explain how much she eats in one sitting. So today, I saw her drinking coffee, and after her second cup, I asked her if she should be drinking so much, and she said her doctor told her it was fine and she had no worries. When I suggested she start a healthier diet for the baby, she just scoffed and walked out. I went to ask my brother if he had been to any of her doctor appointments or even seen a positive pregnancy test, and he said that he didn't. I confronted her about it, and she said that she didn't have to prove anything and started getting defensive. I told her that she needs to show a test or some proof of going to the doctor or she needs to move out because she doesn't help out at all. My brother started defending her and changed his answer from not seeing any proof to seeing her pregnancy test. My parents got word of what I said and my mom says that I was in no place to say anything and that every woman's body is different and I wouldn't know since I've never been pregnant. Anyways, am I the butthole? Then, exactly one month later, OP posted an update. Okay, so I gave my brother and his girlfriend a 30-day notice, and as of last Friday, I have my place to myself again. Basically, they fed me a bunch of lies since I first gave them the 30-day notice. First, it was, she can't get an appointment or an ultrasound because of all the COVID patients. Then, my brother's girlfriend shows me a sonogram picture from her phone that I later found on Google Images. I asked her why it was on her phone, and she said that it was emailed to her after her doctor's appointment. Then, my brother brought home some baby clothes last week. To sell the lie, I guess. But, <laughs> but they weren't even clothes for a newborn. A lot of it was for 9-12 to 12 months old and a 2-year-old. When I asked why none were proper clothes for newborns, he said, So he can grow into them? By the way, they told me she was pregnant with a girl. I didn't bother to ask any more questions because I knew it was going to be lies on top of lies. Then, on Friday, I came home to them arguing and at each other's throats. Eventually, I called the cops because they weren't letting up. At this point, they both had to come clean with the truth. This is my brother's version of the truth. 
His girlfriend is the reason that he was kicked out of his place. Then, she needed a place to stay because her parents kicked her out, so she forced him to let her stay in my house by faking being pregnant. He said that after the first month, he knew that she wasn't pregnant because she got her period, but she forced him to keep up the lie so that I would let her stay. And this is his girlfriend's version of the truth. My brother invited her to stay at my place, and to make sure that I wouldn't say no, he told her to fake a pregnancy and I'd be sympathetic and that I wouldn't question her using tampons, and he'll make up a lie for her. She said that he told her to eat up all the food because it'll make it all seem legit. So, that's about all. I'm still unsure about who's telling the truth, but they both got all of their belongings and went their own way, I assume, so it's not my problem anymore. Ugh, OP, your brother and his girlfriend sound exhausting. I do not blame you for kicking them out. And I'm starting to get a sense of why her parents kicked her out as well. That was our slash best of Redditor updates. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.